Well, we know the NBA All-Star Game is coming up on Sunday. We're not going to talk about that right <laughs> now because baseball is getting underway today. Catchers and pitchers for the Cubs reporting today in Mesa, Arizona. And then White Sox pitchers and catchers are reporting tomorrow to camp in Glendale, Arizona. Now, for one Chicago team, the offseason has been exciting and eventful. For another, not so much. We're here to break it all down, and we'll find out how each team is shaping up. We've got WBEZ sports contributor Cheryl Ray. Stout. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Lisa. So uh, when we're talking about some pretty big off-season moves, we're really talking about the White Sox this yes. time. Uh, what improvements have the Sox made since last season? Well, Ricky Renteria, he's going to his fourth season as the White Sox manager with some great acquisitions from general manager Rick Hahn. First off, you've got an all-star catcher in Yasmani Grandel. You have a uh, former Cy Young winner and all-star pitcher, Dallas Keiko. Another veteran lefty is Gio Gonzalez. They also, this is important, they re-signed Jose Abreu. They also signed Luis Robert to a long-term contract. All right, all right. Okay, the Sox, they've been rebuilding Mm -hmm. for a couple of years. And do you think they're at the point where they could be playoff contenders this season? They're talking about it. That's what they said at the Sox convention. All teams do. But there's something about with these acquisitions. Last year, you had players rising up. Tim Anderson, who was the batting champion. You had uh, Yoan Mankata really proving himself to be a, a really solid player. Uh, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Lucas Giglio. So you had this core. Add these veterans that are all-star players. This team's expected to at least be competitive. All right. So on the other hand... <laughs> we have the Cubs. Uh, they didn't make any major signings. Do you know why? Well, it's called the luxury tax. And right now, if they stay with the budget they have right now, the players that they have right now, they'll be over the luxury tax, which they would have to pay more money. They want to get under that. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. You know, listen to these subtractions that they had this year. You have Nicholas Castellanos and Pedro Strope leaving for the Cincinnati Reds. Cole Hamels is with Atlanta. And Addison Russell, completely gone. So you've got these subtractions that is taken away from a team that is expected at least be in the middle of the pack, maybe better. We don't know because it's an aging pitching staff. Mm-hmm. But but it, it's, it's possible the Cubs could still make some moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah? Chris Bryant, I'm looking yeah. at you. He is the one that has been talked about a lot, and he did lose his grievance case, which means that the Cubs have control for two years with him instead of one, which makes him attractive to a lot of teams. Washington's looking at him. Philadelphia's looking at him. So there are teams that are in playoff contention that want Chris Bryant, and it's unfortunate because Chris Bryant is a rookie of the year, an MVP, and now to be traded, I think it's going to hurt a lot of Cub fans' feelings. Well, well, another big question mark for the Cubs. How are people going to watch the games this year? Do, do we know about the new marquee network? Well, February 22nd is when they go on the air, and that's also the first day of spring training mm-hmm. games. So as of right now, Sinclair has had deals with AT&T, DirecTV, UVerse. They're all on board. What's missing? Comcast. And Comcast has 50% of the Chicagoland audience. So if they don't get that deal done... of possible Cub fans won't be seeing the Cubs. I guess we'll stick to the radio. (laughs) Yes. All right. Cheryl Ray Stout is WBEZ's sports contributor. Thank you so much, Cheryl. You're welcome, Lisa.